Howdy everyone, we are back. We are sassier than ever. We are uh, we're so happy to be to be here. Um, guys, it's finally ended after 20 something days at Siege. Carlos Correa finally is signed to a baseball team. And um, you know, he's there's a lot of money that was shelled his way. Um, we all we all saw this coming to our credit so and uh, if you have lived under a rock congrats nothing has changed carlos correa is still a minnesota twin congrats everyone he what he did was um uh he he he, he had us all fooled he was always going to be a twin or the twins always knew he was going to be a twin i i don't know at this point it's like um I don't want to give him too much credit, but I think Minnesota played like some like 4D level chess shit on everyone. That, that's the only way I could like explain it. It feels like I I like to think that Minnesota like injected a bomb into his ankle, and both like when San Francisco and New York saw it, they were like, "Oh fuck, not one of these." Yeah, uh, whenever San Francisco looked at it, they found an inscription of a metal straw on his on his leg. And when uh, Steve Cohen and the Mets looked at it, what they found was uh, Tower 7 on it. And they're like, yep, we can't. <laughs> I don't know about this one. If Pete saw this, all right, Pete might have one of those freakouts again. He might he might kill a bunch of people again, Carlos. So we got to restructure your deal here. Yeah. I think Tom, it's thanks for not uh, following that revisionist history that is Nick and uh, putting a little photo of me. Um, the towers burning in the background. Uh, I'm 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 glad you understand that I was just a mere New York citizen that day in September. All no, definitely. You sure had a lot to be smiling about, though. I don't. Yeah, yeah was... you were the. I'm not gonna lie, Josh. There were very, very, very few people smiling at that exact moment on that day, and yeah. I think the people who were smiling the most were probably America's enemies. I'm just I'm just saying. You know, I mean, I don't disagree with you. A there. hell of a coincidence. I am, I am an enemy of the of the state. Um, however, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I didn't actually have anything to do with that terrorist uh, threat. Now the Rwanda genocide, I was all over. I was, I was, you know, balls deep in that shit. You heard it here first. Not even Rwanda, yeah. not even the hotel Rwanda is safe from the scorn. That is worst fans baseball. This is why people like our podcast. We go after everything. We'll go after the vaccines next. Did you know that the vaccines lower your on base percentage? You know that? Yeah, if you're vaccinated. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's with all these people just up and dying for no reason? You ever think of that, guys? Huh? Yeah. Hmm. It's probably the vaccine. It's probably the vaccine. That's what Aubrey Huff told me. So, You're gonna get us flagged <laughs> with his little fucking Johnny Cakes looking goatee. Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's is that really? It's been dominating like discourse lately since the Demar Hamlin thing. I feel like it has. It's the whole the vaccine nearly killed that guy, and not something. I honestly didn't see any of that shit on Twitter. Yeah, it, I heard um, that from you. So. Me, like, explicitly, yeah, I think we really should look into it. Um, I think the vaccines do way worse 
and spontaneous death. I think they make your dick small. And we need a, at least uh, mine's gotten smaller, uh, just so happened around when I got the, when I got the Fauci ouchie, you know. But, uh, hey, Tom, what's your favorite uh, disease that a vaccine could possibly keep you from getting? Like, like, like if you had to choose, like, a disease to hang out with for a while, <laughs> who are you picking? Like, oh, uh, probably Ebola. I like the concept of, like, oh, okay. places, you know? I think that'd be kind of cool. See, me yeah. and, like, human papilloma, we we really just get along well. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Nick, you, do you have one? You, you a fan? Nick is herpes. Uh, so. I don't know herpes. about all that. Yeah, but there's no vaccine for herpes. Yeah. Um, I'd say tetanus. What, at least that's what the state is telling you guys. You know, keep your truth. I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the tetanus shot. Hey. Bless Ryan, you. what about yeah. you, buddy? What about you, uh, Meningitis. I like Whoa! I like, I like meningitis. A that doesn't pass the Bechdel yeah. test. Man. I like a disease that can take out a college dorm in like a weekend. That's my. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I like how you're going old school on it and not going new school. The kids uh, these days like to use guns for that. So. <laughs> Putting the men in meningitis. Hell yeah, dudes rock. Bioterrorism. That makes me think yeah. that conservatives are going to start being like. When like they have to be like when school shootings get so bad, we have to wear bulletproof vests to school, and they'll be like, "The bulletproof vests are making my kids gay." Like that'll be their <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> this goddamn tech gear. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, well, Matt Walsh had some kind of brain death. Oh God, Nick, you're gonna have to change up what you uh, what you believe about pit bulls because Matt Walsh had a had a real one about. Uh, Who's Matt Walsh? Pitbull. Matt Walsh is the incredibly transphobic guy that if he died, everyone would be happy about. Um, so, uh, let me find it real quick. It is a pit bull. Hey, pit bulls should be banned, and there is no sane argument to the contrary. They are dangerous animals responsible for a vastly disproportionate number of fatal maulings in this country. The fact you think they are cute does not outweigh the danger. Ban them. Uh, That's from Matt Walsh. Oh, God, I hate to say he's right. Yeah. I uh, I did the math. <laughs> he's going to just lean, I, lean dude, He's going to lean totally, into it. He has I'm his totally friendship with Josh. Or siding with a transphobe. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I, who's I, the one that goes to all your shows? Who yeah. shows you the most support? I know of but anyone he's right in about your music pitbulls. career. So who is one of your super fans? <laughs> me, my man, me. And this is how you treat me. Can't believe it, Nick. Uh, Matt Walsh has been getting dragged as he should. He's terrible. Um, there are 20 people that die a year from getting eaten by pit bulls. Um, that's pretty rough. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt Walsh wants to ban, um, pit bulls for those amounts of death. You can't ban a dog. I'm, I hate to say, sadly. Yeah. Um, it is kind of funny because he did use the argument with someone 
that said, uh, you know, how many more maulings will it take for you to consider banning them? Which is funny because it's one of the same. Qu- it feels like we're beating around the bush here, I think, on some of this a little bit. Be like, <laughs> Matt, you're really pro gun, and guns kill more than 20 people a year. <laughs> more yeah, than 20 people a year in a small bulls. city. I'm going to say at least three times that. Would I be correct? <laughs> Ryan, you're only correect in that it is more than, uh, than 20. So you get a half how, how, from that. You get How a, wrong am I? Um, so three times 20 is 60. And probably about 60 people in that St. Seem, Louis that seems like, are shot that seems like 60 yeah. seems like too many people to be killed by guns each year in America. That seems like a, a huge number that shouldn't happen. No, no. And, you know, in fact, if it does happen, whether it's out of, like, homicide or suicide, we should probably take measures to either regulate the ability for people who want to do harm to themselves and others, or we should do away with some guns out there. But, um... I regret to inform you, Ryan, that that number sixty, it comes in. It's a little underwhelming, buddy. Um, you're gonna have to shoot a little higher. I'll give you one last shot. You'll get a crumble coin for this if you nail it. But uh, it's okay. more than sixty. That's what I can say. What about ten times as many? So two hundred people. Two hundred people, Ryan. Whoa. Uh, even in like. Even in a place like St. Louis or Chicago or Baltimore, who have like about that many homicides a year, most of them guns, that doesn't take into account like people who just like kill themselves or, you know, not those three fucking cities. I'm sorry, buddy. You're way off. You're about um, what? You're you're, gonna you're a lot like, close. You're pretty close, though. I will say. You, like in terms, you're gonna of, tell me like what? What the amount of gun deaths is the size of like a small city in America? Is that is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I would say Ryan, Matt Walsh. You know, twenty people dying a year. That accounts to about um, like less than. The less amount than, of people who less than one percent of one percent of how many shooting deaths in America. It's like the amount and, of people who are at Starbucks at any given time. Like that's the amount of people at one Starbucks. At one Starbucks, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan, you're a what lot closer than Matt Walsh. You are about you're about seventy percent of one percent to the correct number. Um, the correct number is eighty-five thousand people die a year from guns. Fuck, dude, are you okay, <laughs> bro? That's, that's so, so many. many so many people. Now, what if we took those guns and we strapped pit bulls to them? All right. Oh no! <laughs> this, is <how> we, <laughs> this is how we get Matt Walsh on our side. The. The anti-gun, the anti-gun baseball podcast. That's what we're going. We're going full libcuck now, damn it. Um, I also, while yeah. you were talking about that, I thought about like banning guns. And is this the like Airbud reboot? Like, is there going to be an Airbud where he like starts the revolution to like <laughs> ban dogs? Like, dogs are now banned from America. 
There's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't be a mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, they frame Airbud for like Highland Park or something. That's what they do. <laughs> Alex Jones like is on a... TV being like, "Now listen, it's not, it's not the globalist, it's not the government that did Sandy Hook." It was a Doberman Pinscher, goddammit. It was one of them. <laughs> one of them. One of them dogs. It was a Rottweiler, literally one of them. Oh, now I'm problematic for speaking the truth. I love it. Um, <laughs> Illinois did something brave, though, speaking of that. They uh, put in an assault weapons ban. Um, uh, but nothing on pit bulls. Not a goddamn word on pit bulls, Illinois. J.B. Pritzker, you socialist icon, socialist in name only, Sino. Yeah. What if uh, David Hogg gets fucking mauled by a pit bull and he's like, you know what? Guns were pretty bad for me and my classmates. He wouldn't but... be speaking that clearly. His jaw would be ripped off. <laughs> you know what? Guns are pretty bad. But pit bulls, pit bulls did this to me. Does every Pitbull victim sound like Nixon? Is that yeah, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like Nixon. Jesus Christ. I am not a crook. I am a Pitbull victim. <laughs> a victim of the communist jewelry Pitbulls out there. I love Richard Nixon. We're a Richard. We're a pro-Richard Nixon podcast. Okay. So, that dude was super fucking crazy. I, uh, I have his autobiography. We'll save that for a rainy day where we just do story time with Wurtz fans. And we'll read, like, excerpts from our favorite books. Like, like Hank the Cowdog and, and Richard Nixon's autobiography. That's what we'll do. Mm. Nobody will get tired of that. You 120-something people that have been listening for the last 10 episodes, guess what? You're in it for a long haul. You have no idea what kind of episode you're going to get out of us. You thought it would be baseball today, huh? Little pigs. Nope. There's a lot of baseball news, though, too, surprisingly. so There is? I like talking about dogs. We're sticking with that. All right. Who's the only dog that can beat a pit bull out there? The only way to stop a bad dog with a big bite is a good dog with a big bite. Okay. Man. German Shepherds. The cops of the dogs. A perfect warrior to take on... The mass killing machines that is pit bulls. And they do have a shaky pass. They could be they, yeah, they do. They're looking to make up for it. They need they need a redemption arc. Okay. Alright. We gotta baseball. Talk about baseball. We gotta do baseball. Uh, Carlos Correa is a Minnesota twin. Um, I really was hoping they would find something wrong. They would change their mind on his physical. This has been one of the funniest things to happen. And, uh, guys, I'm kind of torn because I don't like Carlos Correa. Um, I don't know if he, either of us are really huge fans of him. But I can't let my pettiness get in the way of a player getting his bag against all these goddamn greedy owners. So what? How, what's your guys' feelings on it? I think the whole thing was um, fucking drama, you know? Yeah, um, a government psyop, maybe. Like soap opera type shit, you know? Uh, it is. I cannot, for. I don't. I can't even remember any time this has ever happened, at least to this degree. This is. 
it is frankly incredible. I'm kind of stunned by it all. Um, well, not stunned, just like it's. I'm miffed. I'm miffed by it. Like, gets two mega super contracts from two teams looking to land a super contract, and could not could not agree to a, a, a restructure. That's kind of incredible to me. And I don't know if he, you know, maybe I'm Team Correa here. He has not had any issues with that leg um, since he hurt it. I, you know, these goddamn HIPAA viola or HIPAA laws. I swear to God, I would love to know what's wrong with that leg, but we never will. Well, they'll just have to they'll have to tune in on Sunday when uh, in a Rachel Maddow type deal we uh, have secured the X-rays of Carlos Correa's ankle, and we, we are going se- to release them to the public. We're calling, <laughs> calling the FBI. <laughs> Yeah, they get the DOJ <laughs> to investigate it. Yeah. <laughs> they we found Correa's tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> they, br- <laughs> they bring his leg up to testify before Congress is what they do. <laughs> are you or are you not in the best shape of your life? Oh, silence. Leg. Huh? <laughs> Uh, my leg. Carlos Correa's leg up. was at Jan sixth. He wasn't, but his leg was at Jan sixth. <laughs> his leg was there. His leg detached without him knowing. Hooked to the back of Brandon Nemo. Crushed beers with Aubrey Huff. Who's another? Who's a? Uh, oh, uh, the Mets signed the, uh, signed this guy to be uh, their new, uh, I think, AAA bench coach, and I forgot about him. But y'all remember J uh, JP Aaron Sebia? <laughs> No. no. He was a big time catching prospect for the Blue Jays, and he came up and it was like first five games, tore shit up, and then became just like a regular like twenty homer, two ten hitting catcher. After that, and uh, he's out of the league, and I found out he's dating Tommy Lauren, which I know that upsets you, Nick, but. Um, <sighs> Tommy Lauren God. posted, uh, you know, being a huge Mets fan, and then I looked it up, and JC uh, JP Aaron Sebia is uh, a now a political pundit on Fox, as well as being the Mets bench coach or uh, AAA bench coach. I love. <laughs> I, hey, I know, I know, Andrew Call. It's come out Andrew Callaghan is a sexual deviant and a uh, and prob and a rapist. Uh, but you know the this place rules definitely applies to JP and Sibia here. Um, I love this place. This country is beautiful. I hope nothing changes on it. But Carlos Correa's leg was at Jan Six, taking a dump on Nancy Pelosi's desk, while JP and Sibia and Brandon Nemo rooted on. They're like, we're we're all going to the Mets, baby. The Mets is the place to be for fucking insurrectionists. The perfect team, baby. Oh god, that fucking franchise! Talk, I do like. We, do we talk about the Mets more than we talk about the Cardinals? I feel like we talk. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I don't think we talk about the Mets enough, honestly. I mean, Cardinals are boring, man. I mean, I mean, what's the discourse every day? Someone put some goofy ass tweet up, be like, "Boy, wouldn't this guy look good in Cardinals?" Yeah, they all fucking would. Okay, do we have? any movement on this being a reality no okay so we're all just fantasizing 
hey, it'd be cool to see Edwin Rios here, or that Rivas kid, whatever. We're all in limbo. This is how Mozilliac likes to tease people, all right? Either they make a trade or they don't make a trade. We're As of right now, it looks like this is the team we're going in the season with. Um, apparently, though, uh, there's one guy that uh, certain parts of Cardinals Nation seem to be uh, into, and that is uh, California Penal League MVP Trevor Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> Every team hey, needs listen, a Ricky Charlie Vaughan. Sheen was really good. Charlie Ricky Sheen Vaughan was really league, good out so of that league. Uh, well, maybe Charlie Ooh. Sheen did. I, Ricky Vaughn well, didn't rape a lady. The yeah. wild thing didn't. Yes. Do. You know, that thing with Dorn's wife was totally consensual, man. You know, if there's one thing Major <laughs> League was way ahead of its time on, it was the object of consent, baby. Hell yeah. But um, guys, Trevor Bauer, what a great idea, huh? Oh God, what is that poll even up to now? It was at 3,000 votes, and it was evenly split. Let's see if... Uh, I, I need I the just... totals. Whose poll was this? Ooh, it's 51-49. It's the a big poll, spoken. so it is... Uh, it's a big poll, so it's your poll, Nick. It's a big poll. Okay. It's a big old Ooh. poll. Um, I really thought Park <laughs> Nation would be more... Uh, would be more uh, united against signing Trevor Bauer, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't want him on this team. Um, thoughts, fellas? No, I, he's not going to end up on this know. team. He's not, even though he would come at the most premium rate of seven hundred thousand uh, a year. He would. Just uh, all make thirty the, teams are are inquiring right now, and he's. <clears throat> He has a video on his um, YouTube channel called "The Cardinals a, Piss Me Off." I don't know what it's about, but yeah, you're it's what it says. To Trevor Bauer's YouTube. No, channel. It, it it popped. That up. doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Mm. He's in Huster's University, and yeah. Oh yep. Christ! Maybe that should have been my goof. Is that Trevor Bauer uh, begs to get back in the league because he lost money on like Hustlers University or some dumbass in? <laughs> He is, uh, I don't know, he, he appeases that crowd. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, have we, what's the I biggest piece I don't of want shit, him. what's the biggest piece of shit we've ever signed as a Cardinal? Or as, to, a, <clears throat> to a deal as a Cardinal? Ty Wigington. Uh, okay. Johnny Peralta. He cheated, what, he hit his wife or something like that? Marcel. Nah, I guess he yeah, Mar- Marcelo Zuna probably then. Yeah, yeah, Marcelo Zuna. Berkman, <laughs> Carlos Martinez, I guess. I mean, I think we had to know about Carlos and Berkman's just like a regular ass bigot. Um, but Carlos stuff, worst stuff came out after we got rid of him, right? Yeah, but well, I we don't like... know what he may or may have not have done. You know? Oh, I think the I think the org knew. <laughs> like they they knew about Carlos's. Uh, it's, they, they knew he was probably a piece of shit for the longest time. 
Hey, do you follow him on uh, Instagram? Because I was on there, and I he was in this photo, and it was, I don't even remember what the caption was, but he had, like, different colored contacts in, and he looked, like, demonic as hell. Like, it was kind of terrifying. He's going to wear those oh, wings on the mound, throwing 89-mile-an-hour popcorn that gets shot into, like, the right field bleachers. But, hey, at least he looks like a demon. Whoa. Carlos. He sucks. I know, like, people wow. want him to recover and all that and, you know, rehabilitate. He's never stuff, grown up, but... though, you know what I mean? Actually, yeah. they might not be contacts. He might just be evil. Um, oh, he just might be naturally too. evil. Can you say that about yeah. a white baseball player, please, Josh? I already said Ty Wigginton and Berkman. <laughs> Ty Wigginton did nothing wrong, and Lance Berkman just has different He just views, looks okay? like he has problematic views. He always did. I feel like every baseball player, if you stare at him long enough, you'd be like, transphobe or anti-BLM. There is either... Not, not Dexter either, Fowler. <laughs> yeah, there's either, gold. there's either a repressed <clears throat> hatred for homosexuals in your heart, or you definitely have a Back to Blue sticker on like one of your mini trucks you own. So, um, Did you guys ever watch that uh, Disney Channel original movie called Don't Look Under the Bed? Yeah, dude. Oh, that's, that's they the look under man. the bed. That's what he looks like in that picture. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty spot on. Except m- minus like the long fingernails. That always creeped yep. me out the most in that movie. Let me get I know. Ooh. I've never seen this. Let me look at this fucking weirdo. This fucking monster. This demon. He does look evil though. <laughs> like, I think I could hit him. Tsunami! Still wearing his Cardinals uniform in it. Oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about. He looks lit. And weird. Yeah, he's not doing well. Uh, he, Yeah, he looks like he'd be bumming smokes at, like, a 3 a.m. bar. I'm, like, trying to tell you about his NFT business now. Oh, uh, man, maybe we should get him back in the league. I cannot handle this another athlete. not athlete. good. Like, plug in some kind of MLM scheme. <laughs> we already have, like, one too many A-Rods out there. We don't need another. Brutal. Oh, he looks better. There's a family photo of him, and he doesn't look like... Garbage. A freak? I feel like there's an obvious... <laughs> He's a freak! <laughs> there's gotta be an obvious... There's an obvious person out there when it comes to, like, biggest piece of shit. Uh, biggest... Piece of shit, Cardinal, St. Louis Cardinal. Probably Keith Hernandez. Probably Albert Pujols. Um, he just got on Fox News today. Yeah, we've always knew that. What do you go on to say that uh, baseball would do better if the government was smaller? <laughs> Dan McLaughlin. Why does Dan McLaughlin's name keep popping up here? Dan just did something cool. So. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's someone we're missing. Uh, I would say like Ozuna off the top of my head. He sucked. He sucked Nuggets. Um, yeah. And for what he like turned out as the Blues had like a, a, a like made a, a a habit out of signing the worst human beings. Um, but no, no one listens to this for hockey. All right, they listen to it for baseball and in depth, sharp political analysis. So. As well as views about dogs and, like, how much we should hit them. Um, I don't know. We can't, we can't sign Bauer. 
And does he even make the team better? Like, I wonder how the team even responds to, like, a guy coming in who is as fucking dorky and, uh, and, and as much of a herb as Trevor Bauer is. Like, imagine even... I, Imagine large people Newport. hate him. Like, yeah, they hate him. People they, like even before all this stuff, he seemed to be a very annoying person to have on your team. Like, he generally wasn't liked. My and not in the ways, not in the ways Zach Granke is like weird and just like autistic. I don't know. Zach Granke's autistic, <laughs> but in the way that yeah, Trevor yeah. Bauer is just because the worst of the to amuse- be around. Yeah, Zach Granke yep. throws a ball away from a fan because it amuses him. Trevor Bauer does questionable and illegal things to women because... Trevor Bauer would throw that same ball against a fan's skull while having uh, <laughs> unconsented sex with him. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not yeah. the same, you know? Um, Zach Granke wants all the bat racks to be neatly organized. Uh, Trevor Bauer will stick his bat <laughs> in any rack whether you want him to or not. So, I mean... It just seems obvious. He's he's bad. He's bad. Um, Speaking I, of somebody who's not bad, though, did you guys read that article about Nolan today? Oh, the awesome. Derek Gould one. <clears throat> Derek Gould's piece. No, nah, what's uh, what goes over it? Um, essentially, it's just that like it's a kind of a fluff piece, but a good one. It's like Nolan was, is basically like I always wanted to be here. That's why I didn't knocked out. Um. This this team gives you the best chance to win, and it'd be nice if our payroll went up. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't mention any of that. I thought I was like waiting for that paragraph that would be like, "What did Mo promise you?" But obviously, Derek's not gonna. Derek has to protect his protect his uh, overlord. So yeah, I feel like, and I love our I love what the journalists do uh, for the post, but I do feel like there is. It'd be nice to have them on because I want to know like how much of their access is so reliant. Like, like can the Cardinals revoke their access to them? Like, do do they lose the accessibility uh, to to write oh. their stories? Right. Like, it's like um, a good example of it would be like in the video games industry. Why we get like so many games that are shit, but they get really good high reviews. It's because um, these these video game manufacturers won't ship these games out ahead, you know, for free to be reviewed if, like, the reviews sometimes are a little too acerbic in how the reviewer uh, uh, portrays the game. And instead they'll be like, well, now you have to buy the game after it comes out and then review the whole piece. And by that time, you know, you're releasing a dated story. Um, and I wonder if that's like, that has to be, I think that has to be a similar relationship between uh, the Cardinals and the Post-Dispatch and like any of the regional um, uh, sports reporters. Would You guys agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You protect your sources. I mean, it's journalism 101. I mean, I don't even yeah. think it's sources. I think, you know, like, it's um so I mean I think it's it's different like I would love it if they were able to do an FOIA request on Bush Stadium to see how much money this organization pulls in from concessions okay they probably couldn't like the example I'm pulling from is that Pittsburgh Pirates piece that came out this past season 
because the city mostly paid for the entire stadium. And what they have is a leasing agreement with the Pirates that runs until 2030 uh, to be in that stadium. And Bush was mainly built from like private lending and the DeWitts uh, as... Uh, uh, as well as like uh, private bear bond or private bonding and all that, like uh, the state only kicked in about like ten percent. Granted, they still had to build like necessary infrastructure for it. And let's be honest, like sports teams, whenever they say they pump so much money back into the local economy, it's usually a bunch of bullshit. But like, <clears throat> like I guess like maybe you know whether whether it's Post Dispatch or RFT would probably if they could but like you know uh or the athletic or mlb or any uh any of these major uh, uh media conglomerates to follow the team like there's no it's easier for the cards to cut them off because there's no there's no uh you know th- there's no threat to them per se you know when it came to the pirates case it is a story that the public should know because the public mostly funded the stadium and the pirates can't run away from that. The city has an obligation. Whereas yeah. how the Cardinals built Bush, with the funds they did uh, raise for it, they can easily just be like, all right, well, you know, Derek, you know, we're gonna advise. You know, Mo won't. Mo will be openly hostile to whatever questions you ask, or won't take questions from you. We'll advise our players and coaches yeah. to avoid you. You know, and you, you know, don't get to. Like, your ESPN 101 show doesn't, you like, get players to go on it if you're asking and saying things that the the Empire disagrees with. Yeah. I mean, but, like... No, I, but... Go ahead. I think, it's, I think it's way different in a city like St. Louis because the Cardinals are the biggest thing. Like, in New York, the, um, like, papers and, like, their media outlets are just as big as the Yankees and or Mets. So they can kind of have a chance to, like, stand up and, like, yell vitriol at them. And, like, the Yankees and Mets might not have as much swing to, you know, cancel their... Or, like, not let them have as much access when, I don't know, trying to, like, the New York Post or something, which is a... Well, they also... Just as long. On the top of that, they also have numerous major media outlets there, too. They have... The Post, they have the Wall Street Journal, they have the New York Daily News, they have the Times, you know, the... Yeah. There's no avenue, there's no avenue that do, that can't be afforded criticism at that point. Whereas, what's the major, you know, newspaper in the St. Louis area? It's the Post. Right? Like... Yeah. And which, but I mean, yeah. the Post is a very storied paper in itself. It's one of the longest... Continuous papers in the in the Midwest, yeah, in the U.S. too, yeah, but definitely Midwest. Yeah, Um, but at the same time, they're here to report on local news and the Cardinals and the Blues. Like that's their like the the Cardinals control a lot, but not the Battle Hawks. Caca. And and the the St. Louis City FC and the St. Hooligans and the. Grizz, what's the other team? The River City Grizzlies or whatever the other teams are. But yeah, the Cardinals. Ooh, got the so would you say the they're a soccer team? Would you say they're, they're, it's like a capital interest, right? Because, you know, St. Louis is viewed as like a small market. It's a Midwestern market at the very yeah. least, right? 
and like yeah. bad press of that sort or stirring the pot on that threatens your interest for the post dispatch because it kicks the hornet's nest of you know the the, the like St. Louis's identity outside of the fucking arch and like the occasional crime wave, you know. Um it's it it's the Cardinals, you know. Cardinals have like a, a, a market reach throughout the entire Midwest and southern United States. Like they're 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 integral to St. Louis's identity, right? It's reinforcing what you said there. And so yeah. like anything critical well, even- or skeptical of like their dealings or Daring to even find out what their finances are is like, um, you know, it it, it it threatens access and capital interest for for whether it's the media or the city or or the baseball organization, right? Right. Yeah. Which is these goddamn journos, no integrity. No, I don't. Get Matt Taibbi on the case. He started doing stuff about Twitter. When Elon Musk gave him the stuff about Twitter, yeah. Get him on the... Get Barry Weiss out there. Honestly, it should be us. <laughs> First off, we hate billionaires. Second off, we hate the Cardinals. Third off, um, we have Nick, who is a fierce little Volpino. He will get that scoop. All right? <laughs> You will bite them in. Nick are good cop, ah! bad cop. We really are. The, like, if we're journalists. The, how do you get to the point where you can get media access? Because I know, like, John Boy and them have media access to most things now. And I don't even think they have college degrees. Maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> Not what. That, expecting yeah no that did not sound like they went to journalism school it just sounded like did, they, did that either. tickle y'all or what <laughs> jesus christ that was i think those that was the most clever way you could say the r word <laughs> <laughs> they do not have uh, college degrees no. <laughs> oxford university <laughs> i mean look he calls himself john boy and jake Oh, I've seen his swing and back alley at bats. The man leads with his forehead. Oh, they'd be lucky to even get accepted into a charter school. (laughs) 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 That was cool. God damn it, Nick. You're a fucking mallet. You're the mallet of malice. That's why when it comes to, like, getting the scoop, you're going to be the muscle to protect us every time. Be there with your water bottle, and if like some guy's like, I ain't gonna give you shit on the Cardinals. How about I break your jaw? And you squirt him in the face of that water bottle and give him like a stone cold stunner. Oh man, I have nothing to lose, man. So I'll ask any question. Damn right, we don't have anything to lose. We're all fucking. I'm 32. Ryan is, he's between uh, one and a hundred. Josh is in his <laughs> mid 20s. Nixon is late 20s. We're all fucking fading, man. We're we're hitting that depressing stage. Josh, you're about to hit it, man. You're about to realize there's nothing left in this world. Like, why not, Why not, guys, why not shoot our wad here? All right? Let's go all in, get into the truth of just how much money the St. Louis Cardinals make. They wouldn't let us have media access if, like, we were fucking actually 
professional. We'd have think. to. We'd have way, to. We'd have to. With the way it. we talk about them, yeah. Hey, our local paper no in Cape, um, the guy sits on the board of my jobs. Maybe I could be like, yo, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dust is what we'll call him. Hey, Mr. Ah. Dust, um, you want to you wanna give us media credentials? You know, I wonder if, like, the Missourian does have uh, anything up in St. Louis. You know? We could make it Hell, happen, I, boys. Yeah, I don't know what the... Um process into getting media access is if they have to pay anything or 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 what quite honestly but um mm. i don't know you have to kiss the it, ring of build a wit i like i i will say like the puff pieces they do about players are usually really good uh because it's a good well of like knowledge to kind of you know develop you know, like, uh, you know, someone's backstory, per se. I do enjoy that, getting to know players more. I just, man, I just wish they were just more hostile to to the organization rather than, what the hell is Mo thinking about? No, fucking, re- for letting Mike Schilt go. Oh, why, why can't we ever have a good bullpen? Like, I wish, like... I don't know. They can go deeper. They can go deeper and they can go meaner, for God's sakes. Like, what did, what, what did, what did just came out? Oh, God, this will make my blood pressure rise. Um, about how much revenue MLB pulled in um, this past year. Let me find it. Uh, MLB 2022 revenue. MLB sets new record for league revenue in 2022, pulling in estimated 10.8 billion, much of it from TV deals. You know, our owner defended the Ricketts family whenever they during the middle of the lockout, whenever they said that uh, baseball is a sport that doesn't make money. In fact, it loses money. And they pull, <sighs> and they have and they have the fucking balls. To have this release to the public. <laughs> $10.9 billion. You know, maybe Steve Cohen ain't such a bad guy. Right? We had no. it wrong about him. We had it wrong about him. I don't know. You know. Baseball, baseball. Oh, hey, speaking of baseball, did you see that Aubrey Huff had to delete a tweet today? What's so funny, Nick? Nothing. What's so funny? Did John Boy play with their stickers today? Hmm? Hmm? Sticker Boy? Uh, what what, is, uh, what uh, Aubrey Huff? What did he um, delete? Uh, Aubrey Huff uh, was talking shit on Brandon Belt. Because yeah. of the contract he got. Um, which is... Such a fucking pussy move of him, dude. What a <laughs> bitch. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. It's the kind of behavior of someone who would piss their pants in a Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Beta males live vicariously through alpha males who actually play on the gridiron. <laughs> Well, they put their team's playoff status on the profile like they actually did anything from their couch. With their bitch tits and bag of Doritos in hand. Congrats, bud. Living the, the dream. Fuck? Man, uh, Aubrey is going to kill it whenever Twitter releases that 4,000 character limit. Uh, and he's responding to people with, like, you know, 
sub 500 followers. Like, he responded not, to Ryan. He responded he to Ryan. He did respond to Ryan. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why? I wonder if, why? <laughs> I want to fight him. I want to, like, that's my new thing. I just want to, like, tweet at him every day. I will fight you in public. Yeah, time, just give him. time and date. Yeah, just every day tweet a time and a place. Be like two o'clock, two o'clock, two o'clock behind the fucking uh, Manchester Wendy's is what. <laughs> 4.30 in front of the Sears Tower. Come on, let's anytime, anywhere. We can do I will that. kick your ass. I will kick your ass, Johnny Cakes. <laughs> he also says, download the Rumble app and type in the search engine. Died suddenly. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying and eye-opening. The future of humanity is definitely going to be tested the next three to five years. Why do I have to go to Rumble? What is what even is Rumble? Oh my is god, that... these fucking idiots when it comes to the vaccine. Remember when the vaccine first came out and they would be saying that we'd have all this death and turmoil within like a year. They always postpone they're punting it. The same way these idiots punted whenever they were proven wrong, whenever like, oh the world ends in twenty twenty two or the Mayan calendar. Oh no, I was just a bit off. The world's still gonna end. It's gonna be three years from now. Get alive, you fucking mid-average player. Jesus, God. Pissed himself in a chicken restaurant. What a fucking loser. <laughs> I don't know why that got me so bad. Oh, Zelensky, the coming of Antichrist, and the Pope, the false oh. prophet. Bet. Yeah, he would have. He would. Go ahead. Keep pushing the uh, goalposts back, you know. Oh, here's one. Someone's, uh, we should just do Aubrey Huff uh, read-along here. Uh, someone said, uh, guessing that's why you're single, and Aubrey retweeted this person. Like, that's a bad thing when you're a six foot four, 225-pound <laughs> jack, rich, retired, two-time World Series champ. I'm doing just fine. Hoss, how's your mom? He's doing your mom jokes. <laughs> Who's that fucking guy from the regular shows? Like, my mom. That is Aubrey Huff. <laughs> Muscle man, muscle man, no, muscle man's muscle man's cool. Yeah, muscle Aubrey man Huff's could a kick. Fucking... Yeah, he could kick Aubrey Huff's ass. I could kick his ass, and I'm nowhere. I don't even have a girlfriend, Aubrey. I'll make you my girlfriend, fucking loser. It does suck that he did hit well in the 2010 World Series. I would love to just be like, yeah, you sucked in the World Series, but you know, he sucked yeah. in the postseason in general, except that one when it counted. So. Good job, Aubrey. You were, you were never worth a spot on a fantasy baseball team. I feel like that's how I evaluate every player. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty gnarly. That's gnarly Charlie right there. That probably upset him. You should DM him. That's what he's. Doing. We got to get him on the podcast. I don't know. He's a. I think it would do great for the pod if we got him on. We'll get him on the video podcast when I fight him and beat his ass. Like, that's what. <laughs> Be like a luchador and wear a mask. That's what we should really do. Do a live event. Ryan battling Aubrey Huff. <laughs> I will fight it. Oh, guys. He tweeted this on Jan 6. Uh, 83% of women initiate divorce because they know the odds are stacked against men. It is an easy way to get rich without having to work on the marriage. I've been leaving marriage the way God intended but in today's society, being a high-value man is like playing Russian roulette. 
<laughs> I now need to know how many times Aubrey I'm looking. has been divorced. I, it's popped right into my mind. Let's see. Oh, it says he was married a... to a dude. Whoa. Uh, Huff. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I just Huff has Huff has several tattoos. A Transformers <laughs> fan. <laughs> he has the logos of the Autobots and Decepticons tattooed on his shoulder blades. What the oh fuck? my <laughs> God Almighty! I feel like Ryan, you could beat him by saying, "Hold on, let me show you something real quick," and you show him a card trick, and I feel like you would beat him that way. <laughs> um, they divorce. He got a divorce in 2012, and uh, that's it. I don't know if he's been. Yeah. That's it. He's only been divorced once, it looks like. So, Oh, God. I know. He's been still di- divorced. Yeah. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him, dude. <laughs> like. I say these things with the inflection of like a jokey McJokerson, but Nick immediately, God damn, dude, you have a talent for immediately going to like, just the fucking to taking it right to the lunch table, dude. You. <laughs> no, I want Ryan to. I want Ryan to fight him. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna get like Ryan's like I'm just joking. Be like, no, you're not. Nick's booked the fight. You have to fight Aubrey Huff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> now I'm not joking. I'll beat his ass. I'll beat his ass today. I'll beat his ass tomorrow. Oh, you got to cut a I'm wrestling good. promo then. All right, that's, what, that's... <laughs> like the like uh, Tim Robinson's character episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. God fucking loser. Yep. I. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy the vitriol that we have against this guy who made fifty seven million dollars. He has that much money and he's such a fucking loser. <laughs> oh god. Um <laughs> what what Ryan just said. <laughs> can, I, can, can I read this? Um No go for it. What happened? Hi. Well now what Ryan said, what Ryan shared, how about that? Um, yeah, the image. Josh read it. Um, in 2014, Huff says he contemplated suicide as he held a 357 Magnum to his head with his hammer cocked, ready to pull the trigger. Man, that like that first time we memed on Aubrey Huff and we did the Let's Go Brandon thing, and then foreskin check, check your foreskin. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> you know, waking his son up with a gun in his mouth. Like, yeah, no, the that's honestly too accurate now. Jesus. I think he should have done it. Anyway, um, I don't know. What other baseball news is out there? Nick, what are we missing? What are we missing baseball-wise? Uh, Miguel, Miguel Rojas got traded to the Dodgers for one of their top infield prospects. Oh, they actually finalized that? I saw they were going for it. Yeah. Oh, let's analyze that a bit. kind of weird. Super weird. Miguel Rojas sucks. He's yeah. uh he sucks. He sucks. I hate to say he's a nice guy, but he sucks at baseball. He sucks he's last year. Super though. good. Isn't he really good defensively though? He's a very he? good yeah. defender. It's just yeah. that his offense is yeah, as Nick says, his offense is 
I'm sorry. He's a he's a, you, he's a Babbitt. He's a high luck guy, Ryan. He's uh He's better than DeYoung. Yeah, easily. Um easily in that, I mean. DeYoung is a a Boston Red Sox or a Miami Marlin now that they don't have a shortstop. That's my Dude, no. This is setting up the fucking Pablo Lopez deal. De Young's uh, going Young to the Lopez fucking Marlins, up. bro. Let's go. Nah, De you Young think we're gonna trade and... De Young to the Marlins. I I guarantee you that happens. I know four of their pitchers are on the block, and I have no idea. At, at this point. I'm ambivalent to what our off-season moves are. I, I have no idea what we're going to do. I would love if we got... Did you guys happen to see, like, the Rays reporter talking about the Cardinals trading the Jordan Walker to the Rays? I, I saw that, see that, and it was yeah. incredibly I, dumb. Yeah. Who the fuck got, is this guy? I got so mad about that because he was... For me, it's like, he's like, you don't know who prospects are. Okay, then why do you want Jordan Walker from us? Like, he was like, you don't know how good yeah. he'll ever be. And it was the like, okay, you... then why are you, then why do you want this one specifically from us for nothing? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Like, it's going to take, like, Shane McClanahan. I'm getting mad at hypotheticals, but it's Like, it's Tyler fun. Glass now. Like, I don't know who the fuck else. Well, um. Like, it would take. Oh, go ahead. Finish, 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 finish. Wander Franco. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, he's signed to a big ass deal now, but I'm not fucking. This guy, no, Jordan Walker's untouchable. This guy thinks we would part with Walker because he's not going to play third base because Nolan Arenado's there. Stupid, Where have we been playing stupid. Jordan Walker for the past season and a half? Left field. Yeah, a corner outfield position. Like, I, I, I think we're going to roll with that, my dude, and then probably move him to first base if. If we haven't moved Gorman there, um, yeah. At this point, the only thing I would give up for Jordan Walker would have to be a a deal so so good it's too good to be true type of deal. One that not only like supplies a major league ready ace, but also like uh, future uh, MLB ready like pitching. Like just because they have a couple of prospects don't mean shit. And I'm sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not, my dick doesn't get that hard for Tyler Glass now. Like some of you, uh, Ryan, but I love Tyler look, Glass. man, I love him too. But I, that guy's a glass base, cannon. Not, like not on a baseball, but uh, he's just sexy as hell, man. He's a beautiful guy. And I love the way, I love the way he touches his hat the same way between each pitch. That's also one of my. He's rubbing. Oh, I love he's that. rubbing the balls up the way you like it, baby. Like, I love Glass now for his stuff, but the motherfucker has not thrown a healthy season yet. And I don't know if he ever, ever will. I, I At this point, I think he's just best used out of a bullpen. And I would not give up any... I wouldn't give up any of our top prospects for a guy like him. Um, but he's... I don't know. He's very... He's still... Semi young, he's in his like late twenties. He's twenty nine. Yeah, and he's twenty thr- nine. Yeah, he's twenty nine. Like, he's been hurt that much, man. And unfortunately, he was, did... also came up with the pirates who you know did enough irreparable harm to him. But like, I I don't wh- who the Rays got that were like, yeah, we'll happily give you Jordan Walker for Shane McClanahan and uh, whoever else is deep in their system. Shane Bass. Like, that's as all well. I can think of. Yeah. 
Well, he's on uh, Tommy John right now, I think. Yeah. Like, One of those guys are. Then they also have Drew Rasmussen, but like the only guy I would even consider would be uh, McClanahan. Is all. So, like, other than that, honestly, nothing. Um, I gotta see how did Shane Baz do. He's their other huge prospect they have. How did he do in the minors this past season? Got six starts. Yeah, and he only has made a couple starts up here. Honestly, the only guy that they have would be McClanahan for me. <clears throat> That's it. I want I'm kind of like... No. Um... I wish people yeah. would stop writing off Gorman after one season. He had a great first season for, like, a rookie. They let yeah. – we let fucking Piscotti and Grichik and, you know, a couple other guys, and DeYoung specifically. Yeah. Like, go all this time playing like shit. Not to – people uh, are already wanting to get rid of Gorman because they're saying there's no spot on the team for him when there is. Not to, fl- yeah. not to fluff my own Garfield yeah. here, but he hit precisely – what I expect him to hit, which was fine. Guy came up, got, what, 250, 300 plate appearances. What Gorman post, like a 720, 730 OPS? Like for a rookie, young 20-something rookie, that's great. That's an awesome first-year campaign for him. That is a lot to build on. I don't know why anyone would write that off. That's silly. I, I think it's a bit of people are also seeing Jordan Walker and it's the I'm done with this toy syndrome. Like everybody yeah. was head over heels for Gorman. Uh, and it's like we could have both of them. They could both be awesome. They both could be like, awesome. We, there's no well, I kinda of feel like people are doing that same way with Alec Burleson too. And I feel like Burleson especially with like you know, if Newt's metrics from last year carry over to the season, he will not have a he will not struggle at all. And I oh think God! That makes Speaking Burleson of new, incredibly movable. Did you guys see the MLB like uh, list of top uh, right fielders? Silly. They. Oh my God! I mean, I know right field isn't like the deepest position on you know on the diamond, but Newt being five it, it, blew my fucking mind. Juan Soto was, wasn't even on that list, was he? It was fan vote, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that the whole? Speaking of which, we got to start working on our top ten list is what that is. That reminds us. Pretty soon. Yeah, let's do one next week. Is this the one I'm looking at? Is this stack position the best in MLB? What would you say was a fan-voted one for MLB.com? Yeah, like Fox. Fox fan vote or some shit or MLB Network fan vote. Fox. Wait, I feel like like a... a noob or a casual right now is so does soto not play right field he's a corner outfielder but he's mainly a right fielder he's not on there like their actual network one so he must play left field currently are you looking at mlb network let me find this i have to yeah i have to see what the fuck you're talking about here top 10 right field now thoughts on top 10 now I'm seeing Judge, Betts, Harper, Tucker, Acuna Jr. Yeah, where the fuck is Soto? I guess they're putting him in left. I guess. Because 
Fernando Tatis is on right field, it looks like. He's like a center fielder. They have Newt Bar ahead of Tatis, and I hate Tatis. What Man, it's gonna be It's going to be the same shit. I can already see we're going to run in the same shit we did with our fucking uh, list from last year, where we pick a guy for position. Who plays where, goddammit? Yeah, like, goddammit. So I guess Soto is going to be a left fielder, or they don't think he's top ten material, because... He's better than at least six or seven of these guys easily. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Newt Bar should be on that list. You should be number one. That's what we're getting at. Newt Bar should no. be number one. He's going to break. No, he's, going he's maybe to- like maybe like 15, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Depends what you like. He's your, top 15. Yeah, it depends what you're uh, – depends what I guess we're going to find like super valuable in him um he plays a full season like he'll put up probably a three or four war which is really good and it will be i mean look at the guys we have on the list you know we have mvp bryce harper uh monster aaron judge Betts, who's always up there the spark plug that is ronald acuna jr um george he's Springer, been weird healthy kyle tucker over who's the last amazing. few years but like i can see I can see Newt being better than a Starlin Marte. I can see him doing that. I can see him being better than a Hunter Renfro. And maybe if we're better- talking right now, I mean, if we're talking right now, full player, mm-hmm. Newt is better than Marte and Renfro. You know, right now, as a f- complete player, speed, you know, whatever, if, drawing uh, walks, power. Let me see if Fangraphs have gotten their Steamer access on uh, what Steamer is projecting Newt to do. That would be kind of interesting to know. Also, looking at it too, Juan Soto played nothing else but right field last year. I don't <laughs> yeah, know exactly. what. Uh, like, really? <laughs> He's going to be their new center fielder? Like, <laughs> He played right field and he fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. He's a shit fielder. The fact he was a gold glove finalist blew my mind. They had nobody else. Uh, oh, Steamer does have their projections out for Lars Newtbar. Um, they see him, whether it's injury or performance, playing 107 games, whacking 17 homers, and posting a 783 OPS for a 2.6 WAR, which ain't bad. Um, but they. They're, the way their logarithm does, it takes in, like, prior se- It's he's If Newt's the starting right fielder going into the season, he's going to play more than 108 games. But if we take, like, that that war rate there, guys, and Steamer is probably the best pro- in terms of projections. So, times, let's say, 150. Yeah, Newt will... If he plays a full season, be between three and a half to four wins. That will be a very, like for a right field position for a guy, like we literally like matured and brought up our own. That that would be great production. And also, we could either trade him or uh, or uh, keep him uh, keep him for you know it's full arm years at that point. But no, that Mo ain't trading him. We know this by now. Yeah, I mean, who knows. Um, if he wouldn't give him for the greatness that is Danny Jansen, who else would he give him for? That's what I say. But. 
Maybe Yasmani Grandal. Um, no, Newt will have a good season. I, I think he's going to be fine. Um, I think he will, if all goes well by the end of the season, he'll probably be near a top 10 right fielder, I would say. So, so. Um, and, and other uh, somewhat Cardinals news, Did you, you know, Skip Schubacher is now the new manager of you know the Marlins, right? Yeah. I think it's hilarious that Johnny Cueto is now going to be a Marlin. Yes, I uh, saw that. So oh, wow. I'm really hoping that they hire Jason LaRue to be like bullpen coach. Oh, just no. so he can have his vengeance. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, remember me? Like, I'm just imagining, like, the bench is clear in a game and all the bullpen guys are running in and Jason LaRue just goes straight up to Johnny Cueto his own, on his own trips team. A, trips yeah. his fucking tubby ass. <laughs> Starts kicking him in the face. Starts you see how you like it? Turns out, though, Jason LaRue has, like, horrible post-concussion syndrome. He's actually kicking a bat boy in the face. <laughs> Johnny Cueto's over there. Kicking someone else God. in the face. <laughs> they actually combine right, forces, we, and what happens is did we cover everything today? No, hold on, we gotta finish this bit. They're like they actually combine forces in the next like like benches clearing incident. Like Larue comes out with Johnny Cueto as a backpack, and he gets in the middle of the brawl. And he turns around, pulls a ripcord, and Johnny just starts kicking like a fucking lawnmower, just legs everywhere, kicking people in the face. That's what they're gonna do. They're going to team up and become, like, the ultimate tag team stable in baseball history, my boy. So, baseball it's like Legolas history. and uh, the Dwarf. He's just tossing Jason LaRue at orcs. That's, <laughs> that's what I like to imagine. I think we're – I don't know. What was the other one? Um, Stephen Vogt works for the Mariners now. He's got a good story. Gene Segura yeah. plays for the Marlins, and he's going to be, I think, third base, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Um, He'll play short that, was the, that was before the Miguel Rojas trade, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Segura will be at thir- uh, shortstop probably then. Trade yeah. him, uh, trade DeYoung to play third base. He's got the range and the arm. Get him the fuck off this Cardinal baseball team as soon as goddamn possible, honestly. Uh, before we part, like, because we know that Story is going underneath the knife, uh, although his TJ recovery is supposed to be four to six months max. And I know there's some people pretty hard uh, for the concept of us trading him to Boston, but, like, they're, they may not need a shortstop for, like, the story if he's out for four months they need a shortstop for 15 20 days you know they can well, no, uh, they, they do anything they do. want with him you know they could dfa de young they can trade de young they can you know but nick if they know, dfa de young wouldn't that be admitting defeat something that we should have done years ago uh I wonder if his mom's on Rumble or Facebook. We gotta find her. I mean, you gotta find her. It's in your blood at this point. I don't gotta do shit. <laughs> all right, all right. We've covered everything baseball under the sun. We even made fun of Aubrey Huff. Guys, who we fucking tonight? Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff. Ryan, you gonna cut a promo real quick? You got something to say to Aubrey Huff right now? 
Fuck that piss boy. I'll beat his ass any day of the week. Right here, motherfucker. I got a right hand. I got a left hand. I got a right foot. I'll fucking get you in the ribs. I'll get you in the nose. I'll choke you out, Aubrey Huff. Any day. You hear that, Aubrey Huff? Ryan's challenging you to a Hell in a Cell match, okay? This Sunday at Backlash. You, him, Hell in a Cell. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a pussy, piss boy. Take him on. <laughs>